the blast from our past network. Look at it, Johnny. Look at it! This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, man. Just let me go out there. Let me get one wave before you take me. One wave. I mean, where am I gonna go, man? Cliffs on both sides. I'm not gonna paddle to New Zealand. My whole life has been about this moment, Johnny. Come on, compadre. Come on. Talking Back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and this week we are going to be covering the movie Point Break. Dean, what's up? Tim, what's up? Uh, I like this movie about as much as Gary Busey likes meatball subs. Oh, yeah. Me too, man. Tim, get me too. <laughs> nice. Nice. Did you see the way he ate it too? He just shoved oh, that sucker down his throat. It looked so delicious. He was so hungry, he should have got three. He could have. <laughs> he could have. Maybe he's on a diet. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yeah, this movie, dude... Yes. 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 It kind of rules. Yes. Hell yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Not um, not one that I've seen very many times. I can count on one hand the number of times I've seen this. What about you? I can count on one finger. You can count on one finger? Yeah. I saw it one time when I was like a teenager. Oh my goodness. Okay. Cool. I also yeah. saw it when I was and a I teenager. And I thought it was... Okay. I just like... I thought it was Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I was kind of there too. I saw it, thought it was okay, then saw it a couple other times and again thought it was okay. This yeah. time, I think it's awesome. Yeah, me too, man. I love I it. I was really into it. I love it. Yeah, me too. So when did you see this then? How? What were the circumstances? The circumstance would have been on TV oh, yeah. when I was a teenager. Like, I didn't even rent it. I didn't even go out of my way to get it. It's just, I, I knew about it. I knew it was a movie. And it was on TV on maybe a Saturday afternoon. And I was just like, cool. Yeah, let's watch this thing. And I, I think I enjoyed it. But it never, like, I wasn't talking about it after. I never revisited it. So I guess it didn't hit me too hard. I just kind of knew about it and knew that it was, uh, you know, it was a movie. And it was a movie that uh, a lot of people liked. Mm. Yeah, cool. I've got a story about my time seeing it. Perfect. We took a family trip to Toronto. You were with us. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Well, do you? We, we took several. I don't know. Do you remember this one specifically? <laughs> okay. It was, it was <laughs> For some reason, I had one stuck in my mind. <laughs> it was 1991. I saw this movie in theater. Really? Yeah. So, okay. We're in Toronto and father, older brother, and myself... We're going to go see this movie, Dean. Wow. Yeah, and I'm excited just to go to a movie. I don't know what this is. Now, yeah. we, we take the subway. Um, we're, we're not very familiar with the subway, but we were taking it. And I don't know if this is mm -hmm. still the same nowadays, but back, back in the day, 
the subway doors would open, people would get on, and then there'd be like a, a buzzer or something indicating that you're no longer allowed to get on because the doors are closing. Okay. And we're going to wait for the next subway. But for some reason, the buzzer goes and older brother mm-hmm. gets on the subway and the doors close and the subway oh, no. starts to leave. No way. Yeah. Yes. Wait. Now I'm, I'm like, a, I'm about 13 at the time, 12 or 13. So he would have been about 15. And yeah. dad just shouts out, get off at Union Station as the subway's driving away. <laughs> and wow. then, and then we're panicking. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so I mean, I can't even imagine how how Dad felt in this situation. It would just be the worst, you know, few moments of your life. But we get on the yes. next train, and then I got to deal with Dad the whole time, just you know, obviously in a panic and just saying, "Why yeah. would he get on? Why did he get on?" <laughs> and then he, I remember him saying, "Like, I'm sorry, I'm taking this out on you. <laughs> you know, you didn't do anything." I'm like, ah. I don't know. We're either going to find them or we're not. You know, it's yeah, it's all good. <laughs> That's so funny. Smart thinking of him to yell out, get off at Union Station. It, it was. And smart thinking of yeah. brother to listen and to get off at Union yeah. Station. So, you wow. know, we probably rode for, I mean, it felt like a, it felt like a really long time. It was probably only five minutes, five or 10 minutes. But we got off and that he was standing there. We had a, a wow. wonderful family reunion. And then we went and watched Point Break. Amazing. It was amazing. I think you all... You all broed out at Point Break together. I think we were all just in shock the whole time. Yeah. So. It was, yeah, you kind of, it, 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 it kind of feels like you all jumped out of a plane and kind of held hands as you were falling down, as you were, as you were skydiving. That, that kind of feels like that, the right? reuniting moment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That was what it felt <laughs> like. It was amazing. So. I can't believe that. I can, I can just imagine dad just losing his mind over that. Oh. I mean, any father would lose their mind in that yeah. situation. I can't even imagine what I would do. It would just be the worst. You'd oh yeah, you'd just be worst. blaming yourself the whole time. Like, am I ever going to see my son in again? Toronto. I'm just already thinking. Like, I, I'm I'm getting his room. If he's not there, I get I get his room. <laughs> You're like, okay, I want my brother to be there, but also if he's not there, I get his room. So, he's got a lot know, of cool stuff. Not so bad. <laughs> Dean probably wants my room. You know, <laughs> could work something out. Anyways, you're like, I'll take the Super Nintendo. That'll be that'll be good. I can have that. Maybe I can give Dean the Genesis. He's always been wanting that. No, the Genesis is mine. I get them both. Yeah, right. They're both <laughs> right, mine. right. Uh, yeah, very memorable, though. I'll never forget that. Awesome. Now, this movie released in 1991 with a budget of twenty four million dollars goes on to gross eighty four million. So that's really good. good. Job. Really? Oh, good. yeah. Really good. Congrats. Nice return. Yeah. Directed by Catherine Bigelow. Now, mm-hmm. she's very famous for doing The Hurt Locker. That gets her mm-hmm. an Academy Award for Best Director. And yep. it also wins Best Picture. Pretty big deal. She also Excellent. did Zero Dark Thirty. And she also did an old favorite of mine, Strange Days. You like Strange oh, you Days? like Strange Days. Do you like Strange Days? Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, music by Mark Isham. He's new to our show. But he has a wealth of experience, dude. This guy has well over 100 movie credits to his name. Excellent. Yeah, excellent. He did Time Cop, Waterworld, Fly Away Home, Blade, Varsity Blues, The Mist, Dolphin's Tale, Warrior, The Conjuring, Fallen, among, among many, many others. Oh, that's a lot of movies. I've heard of a lot of movies I've seen. It's a lot of movies, and I tried to pull out kind of a 
like to show you the diversity in his collection because he's got like horror movie. He's got kids movie. He's got action movie. The guy can do it all. Yeah. Never heard of him before. I no, me neither. I'm, I love warrior. I love the movie. I've watched it so many times. Uh, and I never really looked into who did the music for that. Yeah. Cinematography, dude. Holy moly. Was this ever fantastic in the movie? Donald Peter- oh, yeah, man. Donald Peterman, he did Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. He also did Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home, which is up next cool. in our walkthrough of the Star Trek franchise. That's, cool, a, cool. that's a fun one. You're going to like that one. Can't wait. He did Get yep. Shorty, Men in Black. And he also did the only movie I've ever walked out of, Mighty Joe Young. Perfect. I, I nice. didn't walk out because of the cinematography, though. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. It was because there it was because of the lack of gorilla on human or gorilla on gorilla rage and fighting. Right. You're you're thinking some more uh, King Kong style thing was going to go on there. Yeah, we mentioned it before. I wanted I wanted a uh, like a rabid gorilla killing people. Yeah. You want gorilla smash? Yeah. I didn't get that, so I left. No. <laughs> no gorilla smash. No. Now, Dean, this film was originally going to be directed by Ridley Scott, but that fell through. Okay. Four years later, they settle on Catherine Bigelow, who, being married to James Cameron, got some free script work out of him. Cool. Yeah, he said he did a considerable amount of writing on the film. Interesting. Okay. And that probably worked. Tim? Yeah? Sounds like Jimmy. Sounds like that's what Jimmy would say. Oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) I see. True, true. Jimmy Jimmy would claim claim screenwriting. You think he may have been... Been lying a little bit, or <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He's uncredited. Ah, yeah, I know he's uncredited. But yeah, yeah. I do. I do believe that he probably had. Uh, he probably had a finger in some of this. Some of the script. Well, I definitely think he did, Dean, because the guy who wrote the original script was only paid six thousand dollars to write it, and had a <laughs> full time job that wasn't being a writer. Yeah, Tim, and I don't know. I don't know if you've pulled this guy up on IMDb. Now, I would love to write a script. And get paid six thousand dollars for it. I would oh, love I know. it. That'd be awesome. But I pulled this, I pulled this guy up on IMDb, and he looks like he could be out there with the surfers. He looks like that six thousand dollars was a nice payday, and he's happy. He's proud of that thing. Nice. Yeah, maybe they paid a surfer to do it. They like they wanted it to be authentic. And then they're like, it maybe could be man. Maybe we need someone who's actually written a movie to touch it. <laughs> right. And they're like, maybe, maybe we need a screenwriter to just look over it. Yeah. And Catherine said, I know a guy. His name's Jimmy. Uh, now, Dean, very cool opening to this movie. As we see Patrick Swayze's character, Bodie, who's mm-hmm. in his boardies, carving on some cranking waves. The surf is <laughs> nice. going off. Bodie's making sick cutbacks in the impact zone. He's kicking out. I think he even caught a barrel without eating it. It's really getting me amped up, dude. Tim, where'd you get all these words from? Uh, I, dude, I'm I'm a surfer now. I am surfer. You are you just know them. You just know them, man. Um yeah, I'm dude, I'm down. I'm down with the surf, the surf terms. You're down down with the surf terms. That's, okay, hey, listen. I, I don't know. That's not that's not it for them either, by the way. Oh, good. I'm glad we're gonna hear some more. Yeah, I'll be dropping some more in this episode. It's gotta be authentic, you I, know? Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't really know any of the surf terms. Um, at one point, Keanu Reeves said he ate shit 47 times, and I figure I knew what that meant. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a surf term. That's just like a... 
don't know. That's a regular <laughs> that's just, term. That's just eat, yeah. That's just that's eating, just eating it. Everybody's <laughs> messing up. Everybody, yeah. Everybody eats that's why, shit. And that's why I understood it. Yeah. That's right. why I understood it. He was dumbing it down for everyone. Well, he, maybe he wasn't right. a surfer at the time yet. He was just making his way in. Right. He was a fake yeah. at that time in the movie. He was a fake. Yeah. Uh, after that, Dean, we get to meet Keanu Reeves' character, Johnny Utah, and he's in FBI training. And they, I'm sure they have terms for what he was doing, but I, I don't, I didn't learn any of those. Not quite as cool. Yeah, he was, I think his term, the terms for what he was doing was shooting the hostages. Oh, he was busting caps. He was busting caps in everybody's ass. He was training <laughs> and he shot everybody. That's true. It's like. I th- I feel like in those training ones, you're supposed to look and see if it's like a woman carrying a baby running or w- running away. You're like, yeah. no, I don't shoot that one. I shoot the bad guys. Right. He shot everybody. Yeah. He was too eager to hold back. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing, Tim. He did not miss. No, he's great. He's great at busting cap. Also, Johnny Utah and Bodie, like great names. Great names. We're starting the movie off with some great names. Great names. Well, yeah. I mean, the, okay. The Johnny Utah... Uh, he's he was a football player like in the movie, right? Yeah, he was a, col- a college football star. So I think his name, yeah, possibly came from uh, the famous football player Johnny Unitas. Actually, this is what Keanu Reeves said. He he liked the name because of the the football player Johnny Unitas and mm-hmm. Joe Montana, and he thinks maybe nice. they kind of worked with that and created this ah, name. And Bodie, cool. Yeah, that was cool. Bodie's name comes from the word. I don't know if I'm going to get this right. Uh, Bodhisattva, Bodhisattva or something like that. It's a a Buddhist term and it means a person Mm. who is able to reach nirvana, but delays doing so out of compassion in order to save suffering beings. Wow. Which is very cool. Now, just to, to elaborate a little bit on that, I looked up what nirvana meant because i i know the term nirvana i have an idea in my mind of what that is but that's not necessarily the actual like definition of what nirvana is right so i looked that up and i thought that was also quite interesting as well so nirvana generally describes a state of freedom from suffering and rebirth which is interesting so it's like it's kind of like your ultimate end like you're not going right. to be brought back in any sort of way. You're just you're done. You're fi- you're finally you're done. done. You're free from suffering and you're yeah. done indefinitely. So, interesting. Cool names with cool meanings behind them. Totally. And uh he's even called uh Johnny Unitas in this movie. Which is <laughs> That's fun. true. Yeah, he is. Gary Busey's like, I don't know, some guy, John, some football star, what a Johnny Unitas, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Oh, Busey. And I, I was like, Busey. that's a guy. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Busey is killing it in this movie. He kills it in this movie, man. He kills it in this movie, man. Busey is great. So, Johnny Utah is a rookie for the FBI in the bank robbery department. And he gets shown around by FBI director Ben Harp, who delivers a fabulous line to Johnny about being new. I <laughs> can't wait to hear you say this, Tim. <laughs> he says... You know nothing. In fact, you know less than nothing. If you even knew that you knew nothing, that would be something, but you don't. <laughs> I loved it. It's so great. Oh, my goodness. And uh, then we meet Busey for the first time. His character is Angelo, and he's going to be Johnny's, or Johnny's going to be his new partner. And mm-hmm. then we move on to a bank robbery with a bunch of guys in ex-president masks. And we learn... They've hit 27 banks in three years, 
in and out in under 90 seconds, and no one's ever gotten shot. That's pretty gnarly stuff. It's, yeah, Tim, it's pretty gnarly stuff. You're right. Uh, he, um, Angelo, Gary Busey's character, he thinks they're the best. He thinks they're the best he's ever seen. Which is probably impressive and, because he's been there for a while. Exactly. He's been there for a while and they specifically work in like robbery. And so he's the and that this group, this ex-presidents are the best he's ever seen. So good, uh, a good tee up for the movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, yeah. Even to elaborate a little bit further on the tee up, they take a bit of time here to set up the FBI case. And I just thought they did a really good job teeing that whole case up because yep. by the end of it, I'm really excited. And, like, very interested to dig into what's going to happen. Yeah, totally. And they don't spend too much time doing it. It's a pretty quick thing, but it's, I'm just, I'm engaged. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I like also seeing one of the robberies early. Um, I, I like bank robbery scenes in movies. And so it really reminded me of, like, of Heat and Dark Knight, you know, two bank robberies that are, you know, big, big movies, big scenes. And uh, William Fickner is in both of them. So I was really keeping my eye out to cite a Fickner in this bank. And I, I didn't didn't find him. No. Couldn't see him anywhere, unfortunately. Maybe he was in the vault. He, he could have been in the vault. They never go to the vault. He could have they been in the vault. the vault. Yeah. <laughs> really good dynamic between Johnny and Busey as well. It, it's your classic trope of your young, hotshot, up-and-coming guy with the old and bored oh, yeah. veteran who's just kind of like, eh, I don't know. We already tried to catch them. We tried already. Yeah. You know, we should just give up. He won't even share his theory with him. <laughs> yeah. He's embarrassed by it. Johnny Utah has to scream at him to even hear his theory of who he thinks the bank robbers are. Like, this guy is so done with it. He doesn't even, he thinks they're the best, and he doesn't even want to share what he knows. It's too bad Busey doesn't want to share his theory, because his theory is actually really good. <laughs> it's like a well-thought-out theory. man. He thinks the I robbers... Love, I love when he starts explaining it. Yeah, he thinks the robbers are surfers. And he lays it yeah. all out for Johnny. And Johnny likes it. And now yeah. Johnny has to become a surfer. He's got to learn how to surf. Yeah, it's great. I love I love the slow reveal of it because the first thing that he p points out is like one of the bank robbers moons the cameras he's leaving. And <laughs> yeah. the first thing he points out is his tan his lines. Tan he's line. like, look, tan lines. He must be a surfer. And like you and Johnny Utah are just like, um, I don't know about that. I don't know about just tan lines, meaning as a surfer. But then he slow, like then yeah. he reveals the other things that he has and the other things he knows. And it's all it's all starting to come together. Yeah, for sure. Now. Unfortunately for Johnny, he decides to start surfing on a double overhead wave. Dude. A double overhead? How sick is that? Uh, you don't he's, start he's on a double even... overhead? No, man. He's never even been out there and he just goes for a double OV? It's stupid. It's stu Does he have a death wish or something? Idiot. He must. He must. A double overhead, by the way, is twice as tall as the person riding it. Great. Makes sense. It's it's not a good idea. It's not. No. Now, he, here's the thing, though. I can't tell if this is Johnny's plan or he's just that naive that he tries to surf on that wave. I actually don't know. Yeah. And either way, either, either way, it works. I think it's his plan. I think he wants to, like, get saved. But I don't he know. He could he, die, he, though. He could. I know. He just about died. He yeah. nearly he It's nearly probably dies. his plan, but he... 
Yeah, it's pretty his is probably his plan, and also he was naive of how dangerous a double over ovary could be. A double ovary? <laughs> Wait, I put too many things together. That's something different, dude. That's Sorry. something completely a different. A double ovi. No, a double, double overhead. overhead. Oh, there man. we go. Okay. Double overhead. Have you ever surfed, bro? I'm starting to think you've never surfed before. Bro. I every day. Every day of my life, bro. <laughs> every I've been surfing day. every day. Every day, all yeah. day. All I do is surf. All day. Yeah. It's uh, how I free my soul. Totally. Man, it's so peaceful yeah. out there. It's so good. Now, he does nearly drown. And luckily, he's saved by Lori Petty. And her character is Tyler Ann. And I'm really, really digging on the camera angles and the way that they're mm-hmm. shooting these surf scenes. It's really stylized. Like, it's not what you'd see if you're watching, like, a surf competition. Because I watch them all the time. Uh, you know, the camera work is far different. This is like right up close and personal. It's, I thought yeah. they did a fan- fantastic job getting these shots. It, it would totally. not have been easy to get these shots. So, uh, yeah, a lot of the, a lot of these shots are uh, about being like an adrenaline junkie and being like how like intense these these situations are. So the camera shots are really important to convey that. And they do because, of, like you said, they're so close up. So yeah. I actually feel, I feel it in those moments. I feel excited in those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Now, Johnny, after being saved, he decides to spy on Tyler Ann as she's changing out of her bathing suit. And the song playing in the background has the lyrics, I want you, like over and He's over a creeper. again. Well, how unsubtle was this scene? I know. It's also he- not the last time Johnny Utah's just going to be spying on a woman. <laughs> I didn't, uh, this one, this one was, felt a bit weird to me. Anyways. Oh, for uh, sure. It's, it's fine. Johnny has marked her as his way of getting on the inside of the surf culture. And he takes advantage of the knowledge that her parents are dead and uses that to soften her up. You jackass. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. That was. I know. Dude, she agrees to help and signs him up for Dawn Patrol. Or uh, as the uh, non-surfers know it, as uh, uh, going surfing first thing in the morning. Oh, oh, Dawn Patrol. Okay, I, I thought uh, you're thinking Doom we were Patrol. D O N. I was thinking Doom Patrol. Yeah, I thought he was signed up for the Doom Patrol. Yeah, no, he's not. Um, we get a surf montage here of them surfing together and bonding, and yeah. it was it was good. It was pretty good. Um, none of these people knew how to surf either they all took like two months training before the movie just to learn how to surf so i i appreciate the effort they put in i can't tell that they didn't know how to surf like yeah i mean johnny here he's he's like showing us he's learning how to surf but he probably knew how to surf at the time um laurie petty looks like she's been surfing her whole life here just in her scene totally yeah same with patrick swayze like he he really took up to the surfing they're all doing a great job and they have to, like, they have to look like that to sort of sell this movie and make this movie look good. And it's, it really adds to it. It adds to those scenes where they're surfing to actually be able to see that it's them. It's, it's really cool. That's and cool. I, at this point in the movie, yeah, at this point in the movie, like, I, I love this movie, but at, the, at this point in the movie, it's very aggressive. Like, everybody is an asshole. Like, every single person we run into is just being an asshole. Yeah. And uh, it, it's, it's really strange how that sticks out where I don't really like anyone, but I just, like, really like what I'm watching. Oh, you didn't like anyone? I, like, I like... 
I'm not like on anyone's side, you know, it's just like, I like watching them like Gary Busey's hilarious, but like everybody's kind of an asshole. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I could see that. I didn't, I didn't really have that take, but I totally understand that. Yeah. 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 I'd also had heard that like prior to doing the two month surfing, you know, training before the movie, Lori Petty had never been in the ocean before. Oh, really? At first I thought that was like, oh, wow, what a wild stat. But then I thought, well, just because you haven't been in the ocean, that doesn't mean that you haven't been in like swimming or in lakes or stuff like that. Like maybe she just didn't right, have yeah. the opportunity to get to the ocean because she couldn't travel yeah. or something like that. So it became less interesting after that, but I'll share it anyways. Right. Maybe she's just afraid of sharks. Maybe. Well, yeah. Maybe she's afraid of sharks. Maybe she saw Jaws maybe when she, she was saw... six. Yeah. Maybe she cried because the shark was scary, not because yeah. the shark Actually, died. wait, that's how you fall in love with Jaws is you see it when you're six. No. <laughs> right. Right. For some. For, for some. some. For me. Now, Tyler Ann just happens to know Bodie, and Johnny Utah quickly gets in good with him and his crew over a game of football. Yeah. Now, Loved it. It was, it was a fun, fun game. Johnny, though, he figures out what beach the ex-presidents are surfing. How does he do that, you ask? I don't know. Something about hair. Tim, how does he do that? Something about hair. You know what? Listen, it, it seemed a bit a bit of a forced explanation, but it's fine. It's okay. fine. You of want to course. explain it? Go yeah. ahead. Well, it's just that they found a hair at one of the banks over like the last three years in the 30 banks or whatever. They found one hair. And so there's they took hair from people at every sort of different area of the beach or different beaches and then analyzed to see if they had like the same, I guess, sand quality or something as uh, the hair they had so they were able to match the beach that they surf on right because if you found a hair at the bank it is for sure belonging to the robbers of the bank and nobody else it could only right. belong they, to the robbers there's no other they explain explanation. that somehow they it's it's it somehow. fine it's fine they knew whose hair it was so they explained it somehow okay did they though <laughs> did they yeah they, they knew which president's hair it was okay did they though <laughs> did they <laughs> Okay, it's fine. Listen, stop it. It's fine, Tim. Leave it's it alone, fine. It's okay. Leave it alone. I don't know. I don't work for them. Listen, I don't work for the FBI. Johnny gets into it with a group of surf thugs who are beating him up. I guess he dropped in on one of their waves or something. But lucky, yeah. luckily, Bodhi shows up to help. So really good development here of Bodhi's character and developing this bond with Johnny. And yeah. Johnny Utah, he definitely thinks, and I also think, that these surf thugs that he got into a yeah. fight with are the ex-presidents. They're a bunch of misfits. Totally. They are a bunch of misfits. They wanted to pick a fight with them. They wanted to beat them up right away just for surfing on the same wave as them. Like, he messed up their wave or something. He dropped in, um, bro. He dropped in. He dropped in at the double overhead, and they were unimpressed with that. Um, but then he, Bodhi comes, and he's like, he's with me. Like, he has made a friend with this guy, this guy that's just super cool, great at surfing. Um, they've bonded. And it's kind of cool that he's made a friend while he's doing this undercover stuff on this case. Totally. Yeah, it's awesome. Also, Tim. Yeah. At this point, this movie is Fast and the Furious. Oh, like, I don't know if you've seen, seen Fast and the Furious. No. It is exactly Fast and the Furious. So it, they must, I don't know if, like, they they obviously know they're doing that in Fast and the Furious. Yeah, they, they ripped it off. I, well, I don't know if they ripped it off or they just like it's maybe maybe it's a love letter to Point Break. Oh, okay. 
Schurler. Love letter. Don't you slander Fast and the Furious. It rules. Mm-hmm. No, I, well, I'm not. Yeah. I don't. I'm not going to watch it. That's not for me. I don't. I. I don't need to watch it. It's great. Too much. Too much. You don't need. Don't Tim, want it. You're right. Don't you want don't it. need to watch it. But then you also don't need to bash it because you've never seen it. Oh, you can still bash something if you haven't seen it. <laughs> no, you cannot. I'm bashing the idea of it. That is which rude. I, which I'm allowed to do because I know what that the idea is... of it is, and I don't like it. So consider Rude. the idea. The idea bashed. is Point Break. Fast and Furious is Point Break. You well, then like. they ripped it off. So I'm bashing it for ripping off Point Break. <laughs> okay, fair. Listen, dude. Party at Bodie's house. Who's in? I'm in. I'm in. They're I'm in. Uh, they're they're at the party. They're talking about the big waves, and Bodie mm. believes in something called the fifty year storm, and it's supposed to happen next year at Bell's Beach in Australia. Bodie's gonna be there to ride it. And if he dies, he dies. Interesting. But he has a good explanation. He says, for him, there's no shame. Well, he doesn't say this, but basically, for him, there's no shame in dying doing something you love. So he's like, whatever. Right, if it yeah. happens, it happens. But I have, to, I have to surf that wave. Yeah. So they all go out for some night surfing here. And dude, the waves are totally double overhead. But... With, awesome. With Bodhi motivate was well, not awesome because Johnny almost died on a double overhead. Already. Oh, bad. Right, right. Bad. Yeah. Double overhead's bad. With Bodhi motivating him, Johnny is able to ride it. And I really like and think it's really cool how Bodhi is selling his lifestyle to Johnny here. And Johnny is starting to understand its appeal. And you kind of alluded to it just moments ago. But that's that's like an ongoing thing here is, is Johnny. Yeah getting a taste and different tastes of this lifestyle and just grabbing a hold of it and loving it. So it's really, really yeah, he cool. Thought it, he thought it was ridiculous at first, but then after going out in this night, you know, trying the wave at night, he's like, I can't even stand up on them in the day. He does it at night. He succeeds and he feels great. So like you can see it on his face. He's kind of let go. He's not really working. He's just kind of hanging and he loves it. Yeah. Now, Johnny gets it on with Tyler and and he does on the beach he does on the beach he wakes up on the beach and realizes mm-hmm. he's late for his bust with the surf thugs he's pulling a marcus from deadly class dude this <laughs> this bust scene is great because these oh, yeah. surf thugs are so heavily armed it's just so they much are. fun they are i thought it was weird though that the one girl at the beginning when Busey busts through the door and he yeah. kind of grabs a hold of her. She gets shot in the back a bunch of times. And then a couple minutes later is fine and runs through the house again. I didn't quite understand didn't, that. Didn't quite get it. Didn't, yeah, make a lot didn't sense. quite get it there. Yeah, I thought she was dead for sure. It's fine. Now, um, that part with the lawnmower in this scene, though. Oh, yeah. Dude, that always gets me. There's something about yeah. a lawnmower blade getting close to people's faces. Yeah. That just makes yeah. me incredibly uncomfortable. And yeah. I... I knew nothing was going to happen, and I just found myself just getting goosebumps over the scene. It was re- yeah, a really well-shot scene. Yeah, I was completely opposite. I thought 100% someone was eating it. I thought someone was eating that lawnmower for sure. Like, obviously, I didn't think Utah was eating it, but I thought he was going to be able to reverse the fortunes, and he was going to shove the other guy's either hand or face or whatever in that lawnmower. I thought I was going to see it. Yeah. It's just, it's just intense. It's it just very, creates that very intense intensity. Yeah. It's, it's very nerve wracking scene. I loved it. 
great cinematography because we're in a really small area with lots of players and I was never yeah. confused with what was going on. Never no, once great, did I not understand action. where I was or who who was and what was going on. Yeah. Very, very good work. Good action, yeah. So half of the surf thugs get killed here and the other half mm-hmm. get arrested. Unfortunately, one of the thugs is Tom Sizemore and he's an undercover cop in the crew. He was just about to break a big drug deal but that's mm-hmm. all screwed up now. And also the thugs have an alibi for the recent bank robbery. So shit. It, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't exactly. them. It it's, wasn't them. It it wasn't them. And this this Sizemore scene is amazing. He's I, got one scene and he crushes oh, he, it. He crushes it and everything. But I love his character here because he's so pissed off about being yeah. undercover. He absolutely hates it. And then yeah. right beside him in this scene, you have Johnny, who's also undercover and falling in love with the lifestyle. So I thought right, it was a yeah. great time in the movie to show this kind of contrast. Yeah, totally. That's a good point. I never thought of that. I, I realized that he was super upset, but like he's actually picking on the lifestyle. He's like, you think I like this hair? Because he like dyed his hair. Yeah. You think I like these clothes? Mm-hmm. Like he's so mad that he has to do it. And Johnny Utah's so happy that he's so free when he does it. I didn't think about that. That's a really good point. It's a it's great. It's a great scene. It is great. Yeah. So Johnny realizes his surf crew are possibly the ex-presidents and he starts tailing Bodie. And very quickly, it seems like they might be the ex-presidents because Johnny saw them scoping out a bank. Now, yeah, he also saw one dude's ass, and he knows he's seen that ass. Well, before. that's right. He saw the tan line. Yeah, he saw the tan. Or he said he says it was the tan line. He says he, he knew the right. tan line, but maybe maybe he knew yeah. the ass. I think he knew the ass. Yeah, I'd know that ass anywhere. Oh yeah, you would. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> moving that's a Johnny Utah line, on. right? I know that ass anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Dean? Is it though? Is it? Ah, uh, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I can't. But maybe, maybe for, but maybe, maybe I, think fact he said, I think he said it. Where's yeah. our, where's it's Brian? It's a long movie. I think he says it somewhere in there. Do you think Brian would ever want to be a fact checker for us? Oh, for sure. He can check facts so fast. He is fact. He is facts. That's true. He is facts. Yeah. Um, apparently here though, this was a little bit abrupt. Apparently summer's over now. And um, Bodie and his crew, they've all packed up the house and they're leaving. Yeah, but, but Johnny thinks they need one more score for road money, so him and Busey are going to watch the bank. And sure enough, no sooner than they get there, the ex-presidents <laughs> pull up in a car and they run well, in. Like for yeah. Johnny turns his head for five seconds and they pull up and they're in there and nobody knows anything better. It was, it was, that was very funny. Yeah. I laughed at that. It was, it was very great. funny. It, Busey in this scene is hilarious. Like he's just... He's reading the paper. He's laughing at the funnies. He thinks the comics are so funny. He's obsessed with this meatball sub. Oh, yeah. He needs Johnny to get him too. So that's why Johnny misses it because Johnny's out, out buying him two meatball subs. Yeah. Um, I think he comes back and says, yours is the one that looks like Roadkiller or something like that. That is <laughs> so good. That is so good. Funny. Good scene. Now, Johnny sees them coming out of the bank and he starts shooting at them. And then they wow. start chasing the presidents by car. And this is a pretty amazing chase scene because it goes from the car being chased in the car to a really excellent on foot chase. And again, yeah, like the camera work is they're running like on foot through yards. They're going through alleys. 
They're breaking through houses. It was just excellent. It's like really, really tight shots. But I never felt like I was lost at any point. And it was very, very yeah. exciting. Very great scene. Yeah, they had co- cool like camera angles from the ground as like people were running through fences and into yards and then into houses. And it was just such a cool transition having that camera so low. I think that's again felt like there was so much action happening. It was so it was happening so fast paced. They are having to make decisions so quickly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, Johnny is chasing Ronald Reagan on foot here in the scene until he blows his knee out. And damn, it's an old college football injury. Old football injuries, they'll get you. Yeah. Kept him out of the NFL and kept him out of catching Ronald Reagan. Man, he should just get surgery, you know? Just get surgery for that. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, He did the first time. I know it's expensive, though. It's expensive. Listen, Ronald Reagan is able to get away. Yeah. But Johnny had a chance to shoot him, but didn't. Which I thought was a little bit weird because he already shot at them at the beginning of the scene. Uh, totally. Yeah. I, I thought, I actually thought him going after them at all was weird. I didn't think this is where this movie was going to go. I thought he was going to find out it was them and be very torn at what he should do because okay. they're like his best friends now. Yeah. But he wasn't like that. No. He's still just stuck to the job. And he's like, this is, if they're the bank robbers, I am going after them and I am shooting at them if they try to get away. And he did that. But then he has this moment where, yes, he, for some reason, let's Ronald Reagan go here, uh, even though he had the gun on them earlier. He was uh, shooting at them earlier. Yeah, I'd prefer it if they flipped that. I'd prefer if at first in that scene, he hesitated. And then after yeah, realizing yeah. that these guys are for real, at the end, he shoots and misses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have I agree with preferred that. Yeah, that. I, I, I'd like to hesitate. Yeah, because he had no hesitation. He was firing bullets at their car. He could have hit them while they were driving away. Yeah, he knew who he knew who they were already. He started shooting at them, and then he decided not to shoot. Why? Because of this great chase. You you like you admire this guy so much more now because he can outrun you. So you're not you don't want to catch him anymore. I don't know. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. But, um, and Reagan kind of saved him at the beginning of it because one of his other presidents had a gun pointed right. at Keanu, True. and Reagan hit the gun away and then got in the car. So he kind of did it. He kind of stuck his neck out right there yeah, for exactly. for uh, Johnny Utah. Yeah. Now, Busey calls Johnny out um, for missing because Johnny said, oh, I missed, right? And then Busey's like, you never miss, man. You never miss. Never miss. We know that from the intro. He never misses. Never. Exactly. Killed everybody. He killed them all. But um, he he thinks Johnny's getting too close to Bodhi here, which is true. He is. Now, we get a scene on the beach with Bodhi and his crew, and they're talking about wanting to kill Johnny, but Bodhi says no. Bodhi reminds the group why they're robbing these banks, and it isn't for the money. It's to make a statement. They want to show people that the human spirit is still alive. Mm, yeah. I really like this aspect because I can't really remember another bank heist movie where it isn't about the money. So mm. I thought that was a really nice twist in this movie where it's not like in a way it's about the money, but not really. Like they're trying to... Yeah show people that like they're trying to show people that you can still be alive. You can still be free. You can do these types of things. You don't have to be in like the mundane, you know, um, lifestyle that, you know, the man has laid before you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird though. Cause they need the money to do that. They, they need the money. Just they're using the money to have fun. 
right? Yeah. They easily could just get jobs and do the same thing. It's not like they need like a million dollars to pay off some drug dealer or something like that because they're in trouble. It's not like they need the money for any grand reason. They just want the money so they can party, right? They they want to show that, you know, you can have that lifestyle and, you know, not have a job. So they're trying to say something, which, yeah, Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, it is. They never hit the vault, so they never go for the big the big score. They just take what's at the tellers and they I said right at the beginning, they like everybody get down, don't try to be a hero. You're insured for this money. Your money's fine. What is actually yours is fine. It's going to be an insurance company that's paying for it, so don't worry about it. Yeah. It, that's like a very stick it to the man type attitude, right? Let the insurance company pay for it cuz you pay them all your life, so let's let them pay for something. It's a great line at that moment. Yeah. If I was in the bank and I was thinking of like fighting back in any sort oh, of way, I'd stay down. Oh yeah, yeah, and they're just like, "Look, man, your money is not at risk. You know, it's yeah. nothing. Don't worry about it." I'd be like, "Yeah, I, I I'm not going to worry about it." I actually love that. I love in movies when they run in and they're like, "We're not taking your money. We're taking the bank's money. So just stay down." <laughs> I love when people say that in movies. It's like, "Oh yeah, okay, yeah, fine. I am not going to be a hero today." I know, right? Because we kind of just typically—I don't know—I shouldn't say speak for everybody, but. The banks aren't the greatest of things. They make a lot of they make a lot of money. They don't really yeah, I don't think they have they people's money, yeah. best wishes, you know, at the forefront of their of their thoughts, you know. They make make you pay big interest rates and, you know, if you take money out of the wrong account, they charge you 5 bucks or something like that. You can just easily <laughs> right, you can right. easily make a mistake <laughs> and the bank's charging you. You know, I don't think they're trying to be your buddy or anything like that. So as soon yeah. as someone says, don't worry, it's not your money, it's the bank's money, you're kind of like, well, okay, well, <laughs> you fuck them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, Tyler Ann eventually finds out that Johnny's an FBI agent and also that his of parents course. are still alive. I was waiting for it. And he goes back home. Why did he go back home? Dude, it went <laughs> basically as well as I would expect it to go. Ugh. Where she's like, she shoots at him, shoots up his pillows and then runs out. Like, what are you, th- yeah. what, what are you expecting? Yeah, he's horrible. He was horrible to her. He lied about his parents being dead to initially bond with her. It was, it's she terrible. was, yeah, she was so pissed off and rightfully so. It was... He's an asshole. Yeah. Uh, the next thing you know, though, Bodie and his crew are at Johnny's door. I was not expecting this. I was expecting this. They know who he is. They oh, saw him. Oh, you were him. expecting it? I wasn't expecting it. He ran after them and and they saw him. Why did he go back home? Like, he's just chilling like they didn't know it was him. I mean, I just assumed that they would not confront him, right? They know he's an FBI agent now. Why would you go confront the FBI? I was was not expecting that. Definitely caught me off guard. And dude, they, when they get to the door there and they encounter him, they each know that the other knows that they know they know, but they're pretending like they don't know. Exactly, Tim. That is exactly it. It was awesome. That's why it's so much fun. You can feel it. You can feel the tension that they both know, and they're both not going to talk about it. They're both just being cool about it, but they know the other person knows. Of course. They know. He he was after, he ran after them, he shot at them, they all saw him, and he's just like, whatever, man, yeah, we're just chilling. Should we go hit the waves? Yeah, I like the the pretending. It was so funny and fun. It was good. So, uh, they're off to go skydiving. And, (laughs) (laughs) why not? Oh, the, the, the scene with the packs, 
with like the parachute. Bodhi okay. packed yeah. Johnny's parachute. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but then he gives him the parachute. Yeah, he packed his parachute. And so Johnny's like, it oh, I'm bad. not. Do you think I'm going to jump with this? And Bodhi's like, okay, take mine. Yeah. And then someone else is like, oh, don't take his, take mine. And then someone else is like, no, don't take his. His opens slowly. Take mine. Yeah. His will break your neck. And it was so funny that they just kept switching parachutes with him. So Johnny's just sitting there being like, is this the plan? What the fuck's going on? It was funny because what I took from that is like there's just slow paranoia building between everybody in that crew because nobody knows right. which shoot isn't going to work. Open. <laughs> right? Because at first they thought, okay, well, the one that Bodhi gives to Johnny, for sure it's not going to open. But then Bonnie, yeah. or Bonnie, then Bodhi trades with him. So maybe mm-hmm. Bodhi's shoot was the one that was never going to open. And he was anticipating <laughs> right. that Johnny would call him out on it. And then everybody exactly. wants to trade their parachute in because <laughs> yeah. nobody knows what to do. And then everybody they're ends like, up getting their, their, everybody gets their parachute back because they don't even know what they're uh, doing in the first place. It was very funny. No, it's so funny. It's a great scene. Yeah, a great scene. And then, I mean, it turns into a great skydiving scene. I mean, really more awesome. It's incredible. Awesome adventure camera work here. Like, so far, Amazing. we've got camera locations in the water, on the land, yeah. and now we're in the sky. Dude, this is just really working for me. This is really working for a movie. Totally. I think, like, the, the yeah. element of excitement that's being added to this movie because of these crazy fun things they're deciding to do and shoot. It's just, yeah. man, it's excellent. What a great film. Yeah. And Patrick Swayze actually did a lot of his own jumps for this movie. He, cool. um, I was trying to look and I was like, ah, that looks like yeah. him there. And then it kind of looks like him, but it's all moving so fast. I just assumed it wasn't. But over the course of the movie, he did 55 sky jumps. Wow. Sky jumps. Amazing. What's that? Sky dives. Sky- <laughs> I like sky jumps. Sky jump. That's a completely sky different jump. thing. <laughs> what's a, Tim, what's a double overhead sky jump? Um, is that's that when the thing? sky, the sky is twice as large as you are. Oh, wow. You should pull your shoot. You, gotta, you, you just basically That's, jump out of the plane and I your shoot deploys immediately. I think I maybe have done a double overhead <laughs> sky jump then. Uh, probably. We all have, Dean. We all have. Yeah. I know you have, Tim. Yeah, I have. Now, I realize here, Dean, that Bodhi isn't really the villain I remembered him being. Yeah. So back when I saw it, movies usually had this clear cut good guy and bad guy um you know motif Mm -hmm. going on i don't remember there being much gray area in those movies so i don't think at the time i understood the idea of a villain like having redeeming or like altruistic characteristics so i always Mm -hmm. in my mind remembered bodhi as a villain as a bad guy now rewatching it here i'm like where's the bad guy stuff like i I, okay he's a bank robber yeah but like he's not hurting anybody he's stealing the bank's money What's the problem here? So it yeah. was really interesting on this this rewatch to dig into his character a little bit. Yeah. Especially on this skydive. Like you see you see Johnny Utah turn, not turn, but you see him do his job and chase them down and shoot at them. So you think, okay, now here's where Bodie's bad guy comes out because he's the leader of the of the group that's robbing the bank. So here's where the bad guy comes out. And what does he do? He goes skydiving with Johnny Utah. They have a beautiful scene of just, he's telling him it's the best thing you're ever going to experience. And it's true. He wants to give his friend Johnny the it. best experience 
he's ever had. He loved it. They actually all held hands while they were flying down. It was yeah. a beautiful moment. They bonded. It was so strange to have this in the middle of sort of this climax where the gang, the group, the bank robbers have confronted the FBI agent and they all go skydiving and bond together. It's so awesome and cool and strange. It's awesome. Um, yes, I, I totally agree. I really like what they're doing in the movie here. Yeah. And we've, you know, talked about it already, but it's Bodie trying to sell this lifestyle to Johnny. Yes. Right. And he exactly. knows that Johnny's yeah. interested. So it starts yeah. off with the surfing, right? They, then they have an exciting game of football, right? Mm -hmm. Then he passes on Tyler Ann to Johnny, who used to be Bodie's girlfriend, yeah. right? He's like, here, she's, yeah. she's a wild girl here. So he's like, he's grooming Johnny and all the things that he loves that kind of make up for his spirituality, like the, the things that he loves yep. to do that makes him the way he is. Next on the list, sure, he knows Johnny's FBI now, but he hasn't finished grooming Johnny yet. And he wants to get to the end to see if he can yep. turn Johnny. So next up, he loves skydiving. We got to get Johnny to skydive, right? So let's, totally. let's do the skydiving. Let's kind of evolve Johnny further down the path. And Johnny loves it. He, he loves all this yeah. stuff. It's, it's, it's great for him. So yeah, when he lands, he's like, what is my life? Like, I think he says something like that. Some, some line where he's like, I don't get it because I love this. Yeah. So Bodie shows Johnny though, that he has taken Tyler Ann and they're going to rob a bank. Yeah. And if Johnny wants to see Tyler Ann again, then Johnny has to rob it with them. Now, right. great idea. So it's like you said. It's, it's, exact, yeah, it's, it's the, next the exact step. same thing. It's the next step. Yeah. It's the best step in Bodhi's eyes, yeah. right? It's the biggest right. thrill. Out of all the things yeah. he does, robbing the bank is the ultimate thrill. So he wants yeah. to get Johnny, needs to figure out a way to get Johnny to do that with him, right? Because you can't just ask the FBI agent to do it. He's not going to do it. That's the no. one thing he's not going to do. Him. Yeah. He's got to force him. So he does it. He gets Johnny in trying to give him the best rush, trying to ultimately flip him. So they all go in to rob this bank. They all have masks except for Johnny. He doesn't get one. And It's too bad. It's too bad. They must have like yeah. run out of presidents that totally. they actually create yeah. masks for. Yeah. There weren't any others. Yeah, because they really should have given him a mask so he could be feel part of the team. I know. They should have done that. But yeah. here's the problem with this one, though. They decide to go to the vault. I they know. They never go to the vault. I was wondering about this. Go. It was a bad call. Is he just like... It's a it's a bad call it's for just, sure. I think it's, I, is it, it Bodie just being? I know, like, is it just him being like, okay, I gotta show Johnny that it's like the ultimate high. Let's go for the vault this time. Like, let's show him possibly. that this one's the ultimate one. It's the ultimate high. We're going for the vault. It's possible. Again, I don't really know why. Yeah, I don't know why that happened. It's but a bad they, call. They, I think it's a bad call. They went for it. You can't be. Yeah, you can't be in and out in ninety seconds when you go for the vault. You can't. Unfortunately, there's an off-duty cop in the group, um, and he gets up and shoots Ronald Reagan. He shoots Johnny Utah and he shoots Richard Nixon. Uh, yeah. Before he can reload, though, Bodie takes off his Reagan mask and shoots the off-duty cop and kills him. Now, Bodie and Johnny were both wearing vests, so they're okay, but their buddy here dies. And yeah. on the way out, Bodie knocks out Johnny and the surf crew take off. Johnny's out cold. And Johnny yeah. gets arrested here for accomplice to murder. And Busey has a great moment here where he punches out the FBI director. 
So good, man. He sets Johnny free and they both go after Bodie and they find him at an airport. And unfortunately, we lose Busey here. Oh, it's heartbreaking, man. It was tough. Tough to take. He gets lit up pretty bad and he is definitely gone and dead. It's sad. It is. Yeah. Now, Bodie forces Johnny on a plane and they're off to Mexico. Now, Bodie pushes his buddy who's dying from a Busey gunshot, pushes him out of the plane. Right. Yeah. And then jumps out of the plane himself and leaves Johnny in the plane. And holy shit, dude, Johnny Utah jumps out of the plane without a shoot to go after him. Without a shoot. That was some, that was some matrix shit right there. That was some, dude, that was some matrix shit right there. I was so pumped. I was so pumped. They jumped out of the plane. They left him there. They just left him up there. And he paused for a second. He just stopped for a second. And then he said, I think he said, fuck it or let's fucking do it. He said something something. and he just jumped. No shoot, jumped out of the plane. I'm just pumped. I'm pumped at this point. Uh, yeah, it was exciting. Yeah, so he he gets to Bodhi and he uses Bodhi's shoot so they can both survive. But damn, yeah. dude, did those guys crash into the ground hard? Oh yeah, I would not they have did. wanted to be those stunt doubles. <laughs> no, no, no. It was it was hard. It looked painful. Oh, yeah, Johnny's knee is obviously toast here once again. Oh yeah, there's no way he can walk. No, and uh, Bodhi escapes after a jeep comes to pick him up. But they had Tyler Ann in that Jeep and they release her to Johnny. Right, yeah. And, you know, then they take off. So at least at least they're back yeah. together. She somehow was happy to see him again, even though the last time they saw each other, she shot at him with a gun. But I guess yeah, I guess he's I better than the other guy who was going to kill her. So, yeah. I, yeah, I guess absence makes the heart grow fonder. Maybe nice. it was one of those, those oh. type deals. Like, Dean, lovely. You know, you're at... Yeah, and maybe like when you think you you might die at the end of your life, you're like, okay, maybe I will, maybe I'll forgive that guy for lying about his parents. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So fast forward to a year later in Australia, and we're at the 50 year storm. Of course we are. Keanu is at Bell's Beach. He sees a bunch of surfers turning around and coming off of the water, but he spots one dude standing tall on the beach getting ready to go out. It's Bodie. And I love how he's just standing there right at the water's edge. He's wrapped in a blanket and he's just staring out. Like it just felt like such a beautiful moment to me. Like this is everything Bodie's been living for and waiting for. And it's like, there's just this calm and peace to him looking out this is my favorite shot in the movie. Just him, yeah. the camera pulled way back, him standing on the edge of the water, looking out at these waves. And this is his everything. He's waited his whole life for this. It was very, very powerful to me. Very powerful. And I think making it a 50-year storm um, makes it a once-in-a-lifetime thing. So that just increases that moment. He's like you said, he's been waiting his whole life for this one thing. This big storm is going to create the greatest waves he could ever surf. And he's made it, and he's just sort of watching and waiting for his moment to go out there and do the thing he's been waiting for. Yeah, I loved it, man. I loved it. Yeah, so good. And man, is it raining. Mm. Well, yeah. It just, again, looks awesome. It looks storm. so good with all that rain and the waves and the beach, like... 
everything in this movie is shot so well and looks amazing. Like you said at the beginning, like $24 million or something like that makes sense because like there's a lot to shoot here. There's a lot of good shots. For 91, I don't know, man. I like, yeah, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's lots, but I, you're not going to think of very many films by 91 that are shot better than this for what they're doing, yeah. you know, for, for, what they're for doing, hitting yeah. the surf, for hitting the skies, yeah. for these awesome chase scenes, these in close, yeah. um, in close and personal moments that they're shooting. It's a really well shot movie. Uh, I was very surprised. Yeah. I really, really appreciate the work that went into this movie. I would say especially um, seeing the actors doing the things. Like, I didn't really notice stunt doubles a lot. Like, I I noticed them maybe sometimes where I was like, that's probably a double, but not a lot. Like, there's even in a chase that Keanu goes busting through, like, a window, and I think it was him. Like, it looks like him. So just stuff like that keeps you in the movie where you don't think, like, oh, that's a stunt double. It just, like, keeps you locked into the movie. And so that also, I would um, say, is just such a great thing about this one. Yeah, Patrick Swayze especially. Like, he did all that skydiving. Totally. He wanted to do as much surfing as he could. So most of the surfing shots are him as well. He broke four ribs training just because he was going so hard at it. Like, dude, this is, this is for me, this is his best role. Uh, I haven't seen everything this guy's done. I can't imagine it getting better than this. He's just such a stud in this movie. And then the Mm -hmm. fact that he did so many of his own stunts, like, Hats off, much respect to him, you know, great job. Yeah, I agree. And I would say just to add to that, Keanu, um, star making performance. Like, I don't think it's his best definitely. at all, but I think no, like definitely. this sort of can make him a star. Yeah, it's a really good role for him. For sure. Yeah, the, the character is, really suits him. Yeah, I think he hadn't really had something like this up to this point. So now from here, he can take off and do things like speed, which he just crushes. Yeah, definitely. So Johnny goes up to Bodie on the water. He tells him he's been on his tail through many countries just missing him. But he knew Bodie wouldn't miss the 50-year storm. Johnny wants to take Bodie back with him. And Bodie obviously doesn't agree with that assessment. And they get into a fight here. Bodie's able to overpower Johnny. But Johnny, in the process, is able to handcuff Bodie. And there's a chopper there that pulls in, ready to take him away. But Bodhi says there's no way he can handle a court case. And he says Johnny knows that. He appeals to Johnny. And everything they've been through, everything he's taught him, and he asks for one more wave. He says there's nowhere for him to escape to. So like, what could it hurt? What does it matter? Just let me go out. I'll come back in. I can't go anywhere. He just wants that last wave. We see the police and news crews start moving in. Yeah. And we see the waves and they are just epic size. Epic. I don't even know what the term is. (laughs) It's like a double, 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 double overhead. Yeah, basically that. Yeah. It's a quad double overhead. Oh, oh, I just made it. I just made that up. Yeah, that's a thing. You just have to know math. Sometimes you just have to math it. You just have to, to know math. math. <laughs> uh, Johnny, he lets Bodhi go. And Bodhi swims out. Yeah. He catches the biggest wave of his life. And he dies doing what he loves. 
Yeah. And Johnny tosses his FBI badge into the ocean and the end. Yeah, I love sort of the closing dialogue between Johnny Utah and whatever this police guy is that's waiting on the beach that's so mad that he let him go surf. And the, the this police guy's like, we'll get him when he comes back in. And Utah's just like, he's not coming back in. He yeah. knows he's going out there to die. He knows like yeah. he it's another thing where him and Bodie knew exactly what was happening in that moment, but they weren't saying it. But Bodie's going out there, riding that wave and expecting to die. And that's would be the best thing for him. That's exactly what he wants. Yeah, and he does exactly. It. As soon as he lets the cuffs off Bodie, yeah. he starts walking, immediately starts walking back. Like he knows he's not yeah. coming back. He yeah, like he's done. basically kills him in a way like. Yeah. Or let's well, Bodhi kill himself, but he knows what's right, going yeah. on and he makes the choice. Yeah. Great ending, man. Great ending. So good. And so it, good, it just man. shows you that, yes, like Bodhi was able to get through to him, right? He was able to yeah. get through to him in this movie. Totally. He, he, he convinced Johnny to give up kind of his values for the lifestyle. Now, while it wasn't Johnny, yeah. you know, making the lifestyle choice, it was Johnny allowing Bodhi to to, to make the choice, but, but Johnny understood, he understood enough to, to make that call. Like, yeah, Johnny threw his badge away, not because he's quitting because, because dude, you're getting fired. You just let that guy go out there. Yeah. You may as well throw <laughs> it away because you're yeah, getting, getting canned. Fired, yeah. You're done. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I loved it, man. I loved it. I thought it might've been like really, really, like, I don't, you don't always need like a sweet ending to the movie. This ending was great. I think like the death scene of Bodie, very powerful. I thought maybe it might've been sweet just to end it on a scene on the beach where, you know, Johnny's just there with the surfboard or something. Like he's still surfing. Just, just maybe right, show yeah. us that. Like he's maybe continuing on this lifestyle. I thought that might've been like a really nice ending. Not saying we need yeah. anything like that. That that just might've been something I would've liked, but man, awesome movie. Love awesome. It. Yeah. Awesome. I get what you're saying. Like just one little clip of him just still in the water or something. Would yeah. Have been like just that. like a little half Because like he half throws the badge away. Second. So it would have been like that ceiling deal. Yeah. But he does say to Bodhi in their last conversation, Bodhi asks him, you still surfing? And that's when he's like every day. Yeah. He's like, I've been surfing every day. So you know, he's keeping it up. You know, he loves it. He doesn't need to do it anymore now. He's not undercover anymore, but he's still doing it because he fell in love with the lifestyle. It's super cool. I love it. I love the movie. It's great. It's great. Again, um, if there's maybe one other thing that I thought could have been done a little bit better, I think if they could have built up um, Keanu a bit more as an FBI agent and like really in love with the FBI lifestyle, then I think his kind of fall from that would have been more impactful. Yeah. But yeah. since he was a rookie, they didn't, they just built it up that he's this young hotshot, but right. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, whatever, it's, this is just me you know, saying like after watching this incredible, incredible movie, what might've been, you know, able to make it a small bit better, but yeah, actually going, you saying that then going back to him shooting right away in the bank, I, I think maybe I do like it then because that's showing that he's still like, he's still kind of devoted to how the FBI does, does what they're supposed to do. But then actually when he gets to the end of the chase, he's already started to change his mind. So I, I do kind of like that now. I, I kind of like it both ways <laughs> if it would have happened yeah. either way. So, yeah. but yeah, I, you're, you're right. I, I like I would like that that impact is there, but it did take me a little bit of thinking about it to really realize how big of an impact that really is him throwing away his badge at the end and committing to the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, anything else you want to say? Uh, Surf's up, dude. 
Surf's up, dude. Yeah. Wow. On that note, Dean, thanks for joining. Yeah, man. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we've made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal is a joke. (laughs) That's it for another episode. Thanks to everyone for listening. If you'd like to drop us a line, we'd love to hear from you. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as TalkBackPod, or by email at TalkBackPod at gmail.com. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Those reviews will help more people find Talking Back. All right, that's it. We're done.